0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, women and children of all ages, it's that time. Listen, um, we're back. I have a brand new, don't threat, new co-host. I know everyone is used to uh, Rob and Charlene on the uh, Loyalty Over Love podcast, but I want to introduce you to the new, improved.
1: Yes, Mrs. Mrs. Hodges. Hodges.
0: <laughs> round of applause, round of applause, round of applause. Um, Wow, what a crazy few months it's been um we definitely wanted to start off this podcast with just catching everybody up yeah. you know with what's new between so us
1: the last couple of months we've been planning the wedding the honeymoon so it's been a little chaotic so that's why we've been missing but it has been an amazing ride
0: and yes yes super amazing ride um and everything just went so well you know between engagement the our wedding our vendors you know moving into our honeymoon I mean it was a break from podcasting for a little bit but what an amazing journey
1: yes and let's talk about the honeymoon a little bit
0: oh my (laughs) god I'm still
1: on that high so for our honeymoon we went to Dubai bam yes that alone was fire. We stayed at the Five, what it was the Five Palms Resort yeah. in Dubai. So when I say that hotel was lit, it was
0: very, it was definitely awesome. something
1: to remember.
0: And then from Dubai we traveled over to the Maldives and we spent some time there which was just breathtaking.
1: Yes, the overwater bungalow. Yes. That's what it's about yeah. when you go to the Maldives.
0: <laughs> um and then we rounded things up with a quick trip to uh to the Keys for the weekend and now we're back. So with everything that's been going on, the topic that we want to jump into today, because it just fits, is pretty much what is your checklist before you walk down that aisle? Okay, what is your checklist? What are the questions, conversations? What do you need to look for? But before you walk down that aisle and you decide to spend the rest of your life with a person... You better have some conversations. Exactly. (laughs) And a few of those conversations, we'll jump right into it. Um,
1: Yeah, so I'll start off talking about, for me, the most important thing is credit. Yeah. How's your credit, (laughs) Rob? But I think it's important because um, credit alone can take you far, um, you know in the world so if you don't have good credit um how are you going to qualify for a home um how are you going to purchase the car are you going to ask your partner to co-sign for you i mean like that's yeah. not that's not definitely not the play
0: it's a super important conversation the topic of credit should definitely be talked about closer to the time that you're thinking about marriage when you are you know ready to make that next step When you are taking a relationship to the next level, the conversation of credit, not only credit score, because I'll ask you this. um, Let's say you didn't know me. Okay. What is the lowest credit score that you would entertain Uh to seriously? (laughs) marrying somebody
1: i would say in the 600s because in 600s you can work on your credit but don't get this wrong either you can date a person if they have bad credit but you know you want to make sure that your partner is willing to work on it and fix their credit right. but for me personally um yeah you need to be at least being in a six
0: cause... in the 600s or like she said you have to be working on it because between your score and between what's on your credit you don't want things coming out two, three, five years down the road. Um, so it's definitely important to, to talk about, to look at, and to be open and honest because you're getting involved into a relationship with a person who you're wanting to spend the rest of your life with. So having that conversation about credit is key.
1: Right.
0: I would double back on that and you know give a personal story between us. You know, not too long ago, Charlene and I purchased our home. Yay. And yeah, a round of applause <laughs> for that, because that was that was a great, great situation. So quick story. We purchased our home at the time I had recently got into entrepreneurship. And for the entrepreneurs out there, you understand that before we can qualify, we need at least two years of a 1099. And honestly, I didn't have it. And we were not about to renew our lease with, um with where we were renting so because I already knew that this was going to be the woman for me for the rest of my life the trust I have in Charlene the trust that she has in me it's a partnership so in this particular situation Charlene was actually able with her own credit and her own income to qualify for our home by herself now that's huge okay granted Financially, I contributed to, you know, the majority of the finances, but it was a joint venture. It was a partnership. And it's things like that that we have to discuss with each other. And it's our way of building a legacy. And having these types of talks with the person that you're deciding to spend the rest of your life with is huge
1: yeah i definitely feel like that was a smart move that we did because on the flip side you know once the business credit is built up then you can go out and you know apply for a rental property in your name so Mm -hmm. that's another thing like if you have a partner they have good credit and you're interested in buying rental properties um you can have one person qualify for the home and then later down the road the other person can qualify for the rental property
0: the investment or rental property and then even going past that, the next move would be qualifying together.
1: Exactly. Because,
0: you know, so that's a little tidbit for my couples out there who's thinking about getting married. Keep that in the back of your mind. Just because you're with somebody or you're married, you don't have to buy that home together. There has to be trust and loyalty and all that. Definitely. You you don't (laughs) want to do that with just anybody. But if one of you are able to uh, get approved and get the home on your own, cool that is a huge yeah. huge play i would say following right behind you know the credit conversation let's talk about sex baby
1: Ooh, Okay (laughs) So when it comes to sex after marriage Which is amazing You know you just want to talk with your partner About the expectations of sex How often do you want You know to be intimate with your partner What do you expect from them Do you want to try things So it's definitely something to talk about Because I feel like a lot of times once you get married Then everybody starts to get comfortable Yes. So you definitely don't want that Especially if you're going to be with someone For the rest of your life So it's definitely something to Um, talk about?
0: No, definitely being comfortable when it comes to any of these topics. You know, and that's another thing I want to throw out there. In a relationship, you have to understand that every day is a brand new day. Okay? You can't let your relationship get mundane. You can't let your relationship get comfortable. So have these conversations. Try these things. You know, be open and honest with each other. And I could assure you that you will be heading toward a lifetime of just bliss. There's ways to play this game. Okay. Um,
1: so I have a question for you. Since for we're it. on the topic of sex and you're male. So I want to know what is your expectations Um For sex or intimacy after marriage, because a lot of times what happens in a marriage is people get comfortable, then they may not have sex as often as they did when they were first dating. So men tend to drift off (laughs) and, you know, that's how cheating occurs.
0: Yeah. So my expectations in regards of sex
1: or what a man's um, expectations should be.
0: What a man's. Well, I would say that every man is different. You have some men who, and that's the thing, to get into the specifics, we don't have enough time on this episode, but what I would say is the expectation is going to be different for everyone. That's why the conversation is really important to have. What I would say as a man is do not tell your woman things that you think she wants to hear. Okay, I'm going to repeat that. Don't tell your woman things that you think she wants to hear. You have to be honest with yourself in regards of your expectations when it comes to sex because you are now entering into a partnership. You're entering to a business. You're entering to a full-fledged relationship. So the expectations, they have to be put on the table. But at the same time, as a man, we have to be able to compromise because... You're the love of my life if I'm hopping up and up and down horny like a rabbit <laughs> and you know this particular night you're tired I can't go jump off a bridge I you know what I'm saying like I got to understand that yeah you know these are my expectations <clears throat> but I'm also in a partnership relationship so my partner's feelings are important to me as well which is why the conversation is so important.
1: Okay, I can because, agree with that.
0: Yeah, if you don't have that talk, just like with the credit, you don't want three, four years down the road to come by and then the person sitting in the room upset and you come by, honey, what's wrong? You're like, well, you know, you didn't dress up like a clown last night and smack me with the belt. And you're like, <laughs> you're like, what are, you, what? what are you talking about? We never even had this conversation. I didn't know you liked that stuff. You know what I'm saying? So right. whatever it is, whatever floats your boat, Just throw it on the table. Okay. You cool with that? I'm cool with that. Okay.
1: Yeah, just let me know.
0: What else should be on this checklist in regards of?
1: Well, finances.
0: Finances. Yes. For sure. What about finances?
1: Well, um, number one, does your partner have money in the bank? (laughs)
0: Hello? (laughs) Number one, do you got $3? Right? Uh,
1: Not saying that money is huge, but it does play a big part in a relationship. But just knowing that your partner knows how to save money, do they pay any bills on time? Um, you know, are they spending their money correctly and not wasting it on, you know, going out to the club and drinks. So yeah, definitely finances. And also you want to get a joint account together. Um, If you're serious with that person, like Robert and I, we have a joint account. So we put money in there. Uh, We both know how to share individually and as a couple. So I think that's huge.
0: Yeah, for sure. A conversation to be have when it comes to finances, because, you know, as everyone knows, that's one of the if it's not the top is definitely the number two reason why couples go through a divorce. Finances it's like the elephant in the room that nobody wants to talk about. But and you have to. You have to, but it's crazy to me. It's like, if you are going to tell this woman that you want to spend the rest of your life with her, you have to be open about your finances. Because you know what? Excuse me. Even if you may not be where you want to be at the time, as long as you're open, honest, and that woman believes in you, You have no idea, but she's possibly your blessing in disguise when it comes to that. Because in these relationships and partnerships, you and your partner fill in the voids of each other. So being honest with your finances, like Charlene was saying, having that conversation about, you know, what do you spend your money on? Are you spending, you know, $500 a month on weed? (laughs) Are Are you like... It has to be put out there.
1: Yeah. And what you owe too. So not only disclosing how much money you have in the bank and what you're spending, but what do you owe? Do you have student debt? Do you owe the RRS? (laughs) Like, do you owe anybody? Because once you get married, then, you know, that debt becomes yours. Absolutely. So you'll be obligated to pay that off.
0: When couples get together and that debt merges, like Charlene was saying, it becomes one person's debt. It becomes the partner or the couple's debt right and like everything else you don't want to be caught off guard two three years and that's that's pretty much the reason for this uh this this topic today is to prevent people from being caught off guard two three four years down the road after you've already invested time energy and now you're married to this person um this is a small little checklist of just little things just little reminders of conversations that should be had
1: yeah and just to throw something in there why it's so important to disclose the finances and what you owe because once you get married and not saying that this is going to happen to everybody but i mean god forbid you go through a divorce so you're responsible for half of that debt no matter who brought it into Mm -hmm. the relationship so you just want to keep that in mind so just be open and honest with your partner partner and letting them know um what your financial situation is
0: yeah so i guess up to now we have credit super huge conversation to have sex expectations another and you know none of these topics are more important than the other they all hold weight Mm -hmm. uh finances and i would probably throw out there um common goals you know when you're thinking about walking down that aisle and getting married, having a conversation in regards of what are your goals, ma'am, sir? I
1: have huge goals. Okay. But see, that's why we work well together, because we both have similar goals and we want the same thing out of life. So marriage is not just about love. Love is just a piece of the marriage. That's
0: that's the sprinkles on top.
1: (laughs) So majority of it is a business, you know, a business partnership. So Robert is my husband, he's my lover, he's my business partner, but it goes hand in hand. So you just want to make sure that you guys are on the same page, what your goals are, what um, your partner goals are, Mm -hmm. and just take it from
0: there. And not saying that you have to have the same goals, but you need to know moving forward what to expect from your partner. And if those goals, although they don't have to be the same... They should align, okay? Although the goals do not have to be the same, the goals have to align because if not, you're going to be drifting in different directions. So between the goals, conversation on finance, conversations on credit and sex expectations, this is pretty much what we've come up with for a small checklist in regards of Conversation to have before marriage.
1: Yeah, but I just want to go in a little bit more details about the goals and how important that is. Okay. <clears throat> you can have one person who's expiring to. You know, just for an example, buy rental properties and then you have your partner who's just kind of complacent and, you know, might Mm. not have the same goals. So Mm. it's like, you know, you want to do something great in this world and then your partner's just sitting there like watching TV. So that's definitely not the play. (laughs) So just making sure that you both are on the same page and working towards the same goals, because I know you said they should they don't have to be the same. But they should at least be aligned. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So if my partner wants to run out and get into real estate and investment properties, and this is just an example, although I have no interest in that, I should be able to support her. I should be able to encourage her. And when I say align, I'm saying like, if you're not going to be a part of your partner's actual goals, How can you fit in to support them? Support them. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think that's huge. So ladies, are you supporting your man with with his goals and then vice versa? Men, are you supporting your woman with her goals? So it may not be something that you want to do, but I think support goes a long way.
0: Oh, for sure. For sure. And then just for a little bonus on top, what I'll throw in there is having a conversation. I think couples have to have something that they do together. You know, I believe that obviously one person has a job, the other person has a job. You know, you're going to do your own thing in regards of income. Maybe you work together, maybe not. That's fine. I also feel like, you know, couples should have times uh, alone and time with their friends. But more importantly, I feel like there should be some type of project, whether it's a book uh, for Charlene and I, it's this podcast and uh, weight training. But you have to get on some type of wave with your partner even if it's a hobby um I think that does wonders for the relationship
1: no it does <clears throat> it brings you guys closer together mm-hmm.
0: and have you uh enjoyed our gym experience.
1: (laughs) Oh, I love it. Hello. (laughs) Well, I mean, eventually I have to do a before and after picture, but yeah, I've come a long way and I love going to the gym and Robbie Rob has been my coach. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So yeah, um, I, we wake up in the morning, we go to the gym and then we'll come home, have breakfast and then get our day started. But it's something we do together. I want to say almost about every, almost every day.
0: Yeah. At least four, five times a week for sure but you know wrapping everything up obviously that's not something that you have to do as far as the gym but just something you know so having a conversation between your credit having a conversation with the sex expectations let's throw some finances in there and then goals there's a lot more that we could go in and talk about but in our opinion this is a a good a good starting point so any closing thoughts
1: Oh no! I think you said it all.
0: Well, my closing thought is, yo, I am so happy that you so I happy? married this woman.
1: <laughs> Aw,
0: you have no idea. So I'm gonna leave you with that. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Continue to follow us on our IG page, Loyalty Over Love. Uh, we're Apple. on all podcast yeah. platforms.
1: What is it, Apple?
0: (laughs) Yeah, wherever you can listen to podcasts, (laughs) we're there. Thanks for listening. Enjoy.